I woke in a dim, windowless waiting room. It was quite a large room, nothing but periodic columns and what seemed like hundreds of rows of chairs to break up its bleak plainness. I couldn't remember how I got here. Around me were dozens of people with varying levels of despair on their face. Maybe every third person was filling out some sort of paperwork. A grim rainbow of different colored pastel pages. Some people had clipboards, others were writing on tables, and a few were trying to make do with writing against their legs. I sat up in my chair. I tried to remember what I was doing here. Had I come here on my own at all? Last thing I remembered, I was on my lunch break, eating some protein bar. I stood up, looking around, I spied a service desk type thing. There was an old woman sitting behind it, staring at a computer monitoring, clicking periodically. I walked over to ask her where I was, but she didn't seem to react at all to my inquiry. She let out a loud, annoyed sigh and handed me a clipboard with a pale blue tinted form along with an unsharpened pencil. I looked around for a pencil sharpener, but there wasn't one to be found. I asked her for one, but again, she didn't react at all to any of the noises that fell from my mouth. I went back to my seat. I managed to sharpen the pencil with the metal clip of the clipboard, but it was not a quick process. Along the top of the form was some seemingly random string of letters and numbers designating what form it was. The first box on the form was labeled designation. The rest of the boxes were labeled similarly. All of the boxes were asking for semi-standard information, but with very odd word choices. Like, where the form asked for my address, it just said, location of abode. Instead of street, it said, roadway. All of the questions just had these very odd choices of words. Like the person who made the form had found a thesaurus and used it with reckless abandon. All of the questions were asking for standard information, but it was a combination of questions that didn't make sense. It asked me if I was on any medication, a normal question for a medical form, but then it also asked for my highest level of educational attainment, or as the form put it, scholarship of acquaintance. It also asked for the first, third, fifth, and last number of my social security number. And then, the fourth letter of my mother's maiden name. It was all information you'd expect to fill out on a form, but they wanted a hodgepodge of seemingly random bits of it, like an eclectic hummingbird hosting a late-night TV interview. It took quite a while to fill out, mainly because every question felt like half of a riddle, but eventually I got through it. The last box was to write down what information I was requesting. I wrote a question asking what this place was and why I was here. I walked over to hand it back to the woman who I had gotten it from, but she just rolled her eyes at me and handed me one of those numbered tickets, the ones you'd get at like a deli counter, and pointed towards a long line of people on the other side of the room. And it was truly quite a long line. I could barely see the end of it from the start, 
Rows of zigzagging little rope line markers, at least a dozen layers deep. Probably a hundred or more people in front of me. I joined the line of dejected-looking folks. I tried to make small talk with the other people in the line, but I couldn't get anyone to so much as look at me. They just stared down at the forms they were holding, reading them over and over again. Some of them were muttering out loud to themselves as they read. I don't know how long I was in that line. There were no clocks on the walls, and for some reason my watch had stopped working. Another annoyance, I guess. It was an expensive watch. I'd have to take it to a watchmaker to get it fixed when I was done here. If I had to estimate, I'd say I was in that line maybe somewhere between four and seven hours or so. It was mentally exhausting, but I was surprised to find I physically held up well. I guess those expensive supplements were worth it after all. Eventually, I did get to the front of the line. There was a series of windows, you know the type, the ones with the little gap at the bottom to slide stuff under, and little holes drilled in the middle of it so you can hear the person on the other side. There were about a dozen of these windows, but only one was open. I walked to the window and slid my form to the young man on the other side. Unlike the curmudgeon at the front desk, he seemed in good spirits. He had a bright, cheerful smile and uh, bright, cheerful eyes on his dopey face. He looked over my form, reading the back first and working his way up backwards through the boxes in reverse order. When he finished, he looked at me, never breaking his cheerful disposition and told me, unfortunately, I had made a mistake. He said I had written just my middle initial instead of my middle name, and he slid it back to me. I didn't think it was a big deal, so I just struck through where I had written my name, and then I rewrote it out with my full name and then slid it back to him. He read the entire form in the same peculiar backwards way he did the first time, and slid it back to me. He said, unfortunately, he couldn't accept a form with any mistakes on it. Said I needed to get a new form and fill it out again. I tried to argue with him, but he completely ignored me and called for the next person. When I didn't move out of the way, he just moved to the window next to the one we were standing at and helped whoever was next in line, I guess. Eventually, I gave up trying to reason with the the fool. I went back to the main desk to ask for a new form, and for the first time, the woman made eye contact with me. She asked for an authorization slip. She said if I wanted a new form, I needed an official rejection form from the window. The window I had just come from. When I tried to explain to her that he hadn't given me one when he rejected it, she just went back to whatever she was doing on the computer. After a few minutes of trying to reason with her, my efforts rewarded with only annoyed sighs and a frown, I eventually went back over to the line to get the form she had demanded. At least this time, the line only took about an hour and a half, I guess. Anyway, the man was cheerfully smiling like a simpleton still. I asked him for the official rejection form, and he frowned and said he needed to see my form before he could reject it. 
I handed him the same exact form that he had already rejected twice. And after looking over it for this third time, he handed it back to me and repeated the same information as before about the issues with how I wrote my name. But this time when he handed it back, he handed back a yellow tinted slip of paper. He told me to fill it out and bring it back to him to get the official rejection slip. I didn't bother protesting at that point. I just went back to my seat and filled out his yellow form. Pretty quickly I realized this form was just asking for all the information I already filled out on the first form. They were in the same order and everything. I filled out this new form, it didn't take long, and for a third time got back in the line of the damned. Several hours later I finally handed him the yellow form. He looked over it then put it through a shredder that was next to him on the ground. Without saying a word, he handed me a slip of paper that said rejected and listed a series of numbers and letters along the bottom. I took this back to the woman at the desk, handed it to her, and without even looking at it, she crumpled it up, tossed it in a bin, and handed me a new blue form. I filled out this new unmarred form, taking extra care that all of the information was correct and then got back in the eternal line. Again, I waited for an uncertain length of time. For all I know, it could have been days. I felt like I was in some sort of disassociated state. I never felt any physical strain other than a mild headache from the fluorescent lighting, but the, the mental exhaustion was getting to me. When it was finally my turn, I handed him my redone form. He didn't even look at it, he just said, excellent, now I just need your ticket. I handed him the ticket I had gotten when I brought up my first form to the lady at the desk. And for the first time, his cheery disposition wavered as he frowned, though the, the smile never left his eyes. He made a tisk-tisk sound and slid the ticket and form back to me. He told me the number on the ticket was behind his count and I needed to get a new one from the desk. With a dejected sigh I left my privileged spot at the window and I walked over to the desk and uh, got another ticket and then I went back to the line and waited again. When I got up there I slid both of them to him. He looked over the form, checked the ticket, and then gave me a big smile. Well, he was already smiling but his lips pulled back even further as far as they could, revealing his perfectly straight teeth. He pressed a buzzer under his counter, and one of those automatic doors that was in the wall next to the windows swung open with a mechanical hum. I muttered an admittedly insincere thank you as I walked through the door to find a large, poorly lit windowless waiting room with dozens of rows of chairs full of people filling out more pastel colored forms i don't know how long i spent going through waiting rooms filling out various forms rejected for any number of seemingly arbitrary infractions and went through who knows how many doors into an uncountable number of bleak waiting rooms each room i found it harder and harder to fill out the forms making more and more mistakes my mind wore away over what felt like a century until I found myself simply lying on the floor in one of the seemingly infinite rooms. 
I tried to sleep, but it never seemed to come to me. My mental fatigue never really spilling over into the rest of my wide-awake body. I laid there for what felt like decades of silent, quiet torture. It felt like I was slipping through the floor. At that point, I had fallen to so deep of a despair, I didn't even open my eyes to see what was happening. It felt so cold. I didn't move until I felt a hand slapping my face and a bucket of water splashing onto me. I opened my eyes slowly, looking around at the dim, damp room I found myself in. It looked like some sort of basement, various computer parts spread around and cables winding their way this way and that, like the web of some sort of technical arachnid. I felt cool electrodes attached to various parts of my body and my scalp. Standing over me was an older man with a tired look in his eyes. He handed me a slip of paper and told me to write down everything that had happened to me. After who knows how many thousands of times filling out arbitrary forms, I did so without asking any questions. When I was finished, he looked over it and set it on a desk next to a stack of identical-looking papers. I could see the paper on the top of that stack. It looked like it had my handwriting on it. He offered me a glass of water. For the first time in who knows how long, I actually felt thirsty, so I gladly took it and began sipping on it. It tasted bitter. He started talking to me, addressing me as Mr. Bureaucrat. He started listing off various stocks paired with their current values, I guess. I croaked out a simple, what's going on, but he didn't stop his recitation of his list. After about ten minutes, there was a clock on the wall down here, so I had a pretty good sense of time. He, uh, he uh, finished his list, and he looked at me, like, expecting me to say something. I asked him again what was going on, but he just smiled and said he thought I'd be more interested in my investments. He asked me what I did and never wanted to brag. I told him the truth. I was a C-level executive, and I served on the board for a hospital group. He nodded as if he was confirming my answer and then pointed at a picture hanging on the wall of a little girl. He asked me if I knew her name. I responded with a dismissive no. Why was he quizzing me about some random picture he had? He again nodded his head. He told me it was a picture of his daughter. He said she had passed away from a heart condition waiting for a surgery date. The date had been rescheduled after some sort of issue with the paperwork. Some sort of typo or something which meant the paperwork needed to be redone. He handed the paper I had written my account on back to me and told me to write what had happened since I woke up. Now he's telling me the drugs, the the bitter taste in the water, I guess, should take effect soon. I awoke in a windowless, dimly lit waiting room. It was quite a large room. 